This is episode 120. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Well, hello. Hi, and welcome back to your regularly scheduled program. On Thursdays at 4 a.m. Hey! This is when it comes out. I wish we could get analytics on not just where people listen. What time? But when people listen. Yeah. I want to know who we don't pay. We don't four a.m. or we are don't. There. We don't pay for that analytics. We don't. Uh, no, not one bit. When it like first came out, we you know we should tell people, hey, it comes out. It comes out like four a.m. And there's people go, you, you posted then? No, son. Oh, it's called scheduling. It's, it's called the. It's anyway. called the interwebs. Like you can. Scheduling a podcast is the easiest thing this website or the World Wide Webs can do. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not hard at all. Uh, but here we are. Generally, I'm asleep at Thursdays at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. Not something's going down. That's right. Like last night. It got pretty wild last night. Did it? Storms, man. I mean, it's storms, but yeah, I, I did. I woke go, up a couple times. A couple really? big booms of thunder. Yeah. I had to go get some gas. Like she put the boys down. Yeah. And she was like, it's getting kind of bad out here. It's about to. And I was like, Dang it, we have a generator, mm. but I have zero gas. There you she, go. She goes, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to be mad <laughs> if our power goes out and I can't have the generator just because you didn't want to get gas. I'm not telling you what to do. I was like, Jack I'm boy, hop happy. in the truck. We're going to get gas. <laughs> so I took Jack with me. Go get gas. Uh, yeah, there's some big storms. I picked up all the leaves in our yard, and now there's a zillion more. That's how life works. Yeah, until uh, there are no more leaves. Until there are no which some reason. Takes a long time. Yep. Our, our big old tree. Well, hope you guys had a wonderful, great, grand Thanksgiving. I know the the sickness got the Richardson household. You guys, we had a home Thanksgiving. We made the most of it. Hey, you you can do what you do. That's right. Not not what we had planned, but, but it was. You got to be flexible. Got to be flexible. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Missed being with family. Yeah, I, I bet you did. Hopefully we'll see him soon. Because it's Christmas time. Almost. Here we go. Christmas time <laughs> is here. G was trying to tell us last night, uh, we brought back Taco Tuesdays last night, and G was trying to tell us, well, he was over at our house for a very long time playing, and then we have Alexis all over the house, and so they, he wants to play music. He goes, what's that song? What's that Christmas song? I'm like, did you want to hear a Christmas song? He's like, yeah, but the trap version. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> that's your fault, by the way. I know. Last year. I know. Letting it do Christmas trap. If you don't know, go to Spotify and hit Christmas trap music, and it's going to brighten your day. That's pretty good. It's very good. I uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Sometimes Christmas music's too boring. Jude doesn't like it because it's old-timey. That's what he says. He's like, I don't like it. It's old-timey. So make it trap, make it new timey. And this now is new. Oh, time. here's what we didn't do. Here's what we didn't do last week. Okay. One, you didn't write a Thanksgiving song. I, not in the slightest. And so we were going to debut your song, and that didn't happen. I, also, I still have not. Just <laughs> well, to hey, ease the ease the suspense because we talk about how there's no Thanksgiving songs. There's a lot of Thanksgiving songs. My wife informed me of this, uh, but. Thanksgiving's over, but this was our kids' favorite song, and I'm about to mention it last week so you guys could listen to it during Thanksgiving. Gobble Gobble by Matthew West. There you go. It is so fun. Our kids love it. The Gobble Gobble song. It's so fun. Talk about turkey and uh, grandma farting, and it's all funny. Kids love it. 
It's a good song. Uh, uh, so have some fun with that. You want you want a kid to like a song? Just put a toot joke in it. I love the song. Sold. I think it's great. Um, yeah. So we got that going on. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Uh, here sometime soon. I guess in twenty something. I don't, I don't know what day today is. Today is the 29th. It is? No. I don't know. 30th? 30th, dog. Tomorrow's the first. So tomorrow is the first. So, hey, we got 25 days. Of Christmas. Till Christmas. Great. Yeah. We put lights on the house already. Our whole Everything's decorated. We're done-zo. We got Mary, the inside up, but I have not done the outside yet. Mary Beth looks for... She found a map. Treasure map. <laughs> she found a map uh, online where this guy puts it together on here's all the best houses to go look at in the area for like Christmas lights. Cause when it gets dark y'all at three o'clock <laughs> as it does here, sometimes we uh, got to find something fun to do. And gotta so we go, we go on a Christmas light drive. We get in the car, pajamas on and we go look at some Christmas lights. It's a lot of fun. Hot cocoa. If we, uh, no, I don't give the kids hot cocoa in the car. That's <laughs> bad news. What are you talking about? Me and Mary Beth might have some coffee, but uh, if we walk to go see some lights, absolutely hot cocoa. I'm not gonna put those kids in the car with hot cocoa. We did a little, we did a little hot cocoa light walk last year. We did, yeah. yeah. But that neighbors. guy doesn't have them anymore. Super it's sad. Kind of sad. We look forward to that every year. Music to it. We and now we're fully into something that nobody on this podcast cares about. <laughs> some guy. In Christmas our lights. Some guy in our neighborhood who does lights really well. Who doesn't? We're just like, is everything okay? Is his dad okay? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But there's another one right across the way that has a lot of lights. And our uh, Jack calls that the spirit of Christmas. I like that. Yeah. We're like, yeah, absolutely the spirit of Christmas. Um, well, cool. Well, hey, we're going to get into this. We got kind of a time crunch. We were way early last week. Way late Th- this week. This week. Uh, we had some meetings this morning. Some more meetings and things happen. And. I tried to get Chris to do this tonight for us to do a late night podcast like we used to do. Uh, he goes, absolutely not. So we're cramming <laughs> it in right now uh, for this. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. It happens. Um, all right. So we've been talking a lot. I, I In my wheelhouse is talking to teenagers, mm. right? And so one thing when they get to me in sixth grade – we kind of have to like figure out where they are spiritually and where they are just in their knowledge. We got to do that with everybody, yeah. right? Like we can't assume silently assume that, uh, 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 you're in sixth grade. You should know all about the Bible. Yeah. You're 60. You should know all about the Bible. You may not, you may not know really anything about it and that's okay. We are all on a journey spiritually, whether you're like, I don't know what old Testament and new Testament is. Uh, I don't know what this means. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Is this, chronolog- is this chronological order? What is Psalms? This is weird. Yeah. Try reading Revelation if you're a new Christian. Have fun <laughs> with that junk. Like it's crazy, right? And so, trying to base that off that, off of off of where they are. And one thing that I found is that these students, their minds, uh, get a little blown when we talk about that. We have Genesis to Revelation, his book, but but it's not over, mm. right? Like, it, it's we read this, we go, this is a very old book. This is a very old textual book. But we're like, you know that it's not completely over. Mm. Revelation hasn't happened yet. Mm. Like, in the end times, quote unquote, that has not happened. 
And they're like, well, wait a minute, but it's, it's already in here. And so this idea of that, like, we are, we are living somewhere before revelation in the Bible, like not like Matthew, Mark, right. And that, but like right now it's not finished. There's unfinished work that God has to do. Uh, God wants to do through us um, and try to get that, um, try to get that into their brains. And, and, and that's something I need to remind it of too. Yeah. Do they, do they also have like a, a reaction to the idea that this is all one story? Like, cause that's not really how I grew up. Like, Oh, old Testament, new yeah, Testament. Well, this, it's like, Kings, really, you're just kind of coming in and out of these specific verses and there's really no continuity, but like to have, to have that, look at this book. Like this book is a whole story about how God interacts with people. This is and, like a love yeah, letter. Yeah. Like this is like a love story. Uh, like the notebook, I don't know. I've never read or seen it. Uh, this is this is better than a notebook. But yeah, this is a complete. Yeah. But we like to chapter, verse, book. This is helpful story. to me. This is this not is helpful not, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So where do you live with Genesis and Jonah and Exodus and uh, Proverbs? And you're like, I don't know. This is all different stuff, yeah. right? This is all different things. Um, yeah, they are kind of like, okay, yeah, uh, but. We typically don't have, you know, like new Christians and we say, here's your Bible, read it. Yeah. We usually don't say, don't, don't go to page one, Mm. right? Like start halfway in the book and then read it. And you're like, that seems so weird. (laughs) Right. Cause, or they're going to be reading for a very long time. And they're like, I haven't heard a word about Jesus yet. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, but you just don't know. He's in there. Yeah. You just don't know where to look to find them. Right. In those words. So just kind of coming at that aspect and I know that we talk about purpose and what are we here to do but um, one of the things that I try to tell our students and try to remind myself of uh, is this idea that it's not finished Mm. right this book isn't done yet and God wants to use us Um, so let's start at the beginning and I'm gonna get these two these two points here in the beginning Uh, hey it's how I started my uh, a sermon off two weeks ago in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth Um, That's the very beginning. That's the, that's the beginning of the Bible and of life. Right. <laughs> and so what do you know of about the garden? Mm. Hopefully. What, what do you know? Hopefully some things. Uh, it I was, mean, I don't, I don't know too terribly. I've, I didn't do research on my own question for you. Uh, I'm, a, just I'm assuming pre-fall. Right? Absolutely. So pre-fall. Before, so even if you listen to this and you're like, what is pre-fall? Don't Pre- worry about it. We'll get there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, be God, the garden was a place where God and man dwelled together. Yeah. That they lived intimately with one another. Um, there was no fear. Yeah. Or uh, pain. Right. At least that scripture that, records. Yeah. Um, it was just harmony. Harmony between the man, God, and his surroundings. Nature. Perfect harmony. Right. Right. That's how I would describe it. Right. And then, uh, so when at the very beginning, uh, there was one man, mm-hmm. Adam, 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 yeah, Adam. Uh, and so there was one man, he was there, he was over here just like walking around being like, oh, I get the names of his cool animals. What's up, giraffe? Like you just had that life. That was pretty cool. Then something happened. Uh, God knew that he had to make somebody else. So he made woman. That man shouldn't be alone. Hey. Connection minister moment. First time in the Bible, God said that something wasn't good. It's not good for man to be alone. Get out there and find yourself a small group. All right, go ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> or a Y. I use that in <laughs> my weddings. Nice. That I do. At the, at the very beginning, whenever the dad walks up, I talk about God makes this perfect place. But this is the first time in scripture it's, that something God has made is not perfect. Yeah. And it's that man was alone. <laughs> Small groups get it. Uh, I like that. That was really good. Um, yeah. So then he made Eve, right? And so Eve is there and it's still this beautiful, perfect place in harmony with God and man and human and everything's working around nature. It's sweet. Uh, and then here comes the evil one. Mm-hmm. Here comes the devil. Here comes the serpent that lies to Eve and Adam about what did God say about this tree? What did God say about this fruit? Don't eat from this. No, that's not true. Right? Like, and then begins this whole deal of deceiving Adam and Eve. They eat it. When we talk about the fall, we talk about the fall of man. We talk about the very first sin ever to happen that separated us from true connection and relationship with God. So I would say from, what was that? Genesis three. I'd say from Genesis three on for in, in until Jesus returns, we are trying to get back to what Eden was. Yeah. Like we're trying to get back to as close as our relationship that we can be with God before sin entered. Yeah. Uh, I did not make this up, but I don't remember who did. Oh, nice. So I cannot uh, give them credit, but basically but you're not giving yourself credit. I'm definitely not giving myself <laughs> credit. Uh, Cause it's a great idea, but it just reads like, this awesome story you have you have the separation and then the whole rest of the bible is god's rescue plan yeah like a love letter which is what i said it's a hymn just continuing that like rescue. the whole yeah. rest of this story is god working out the way in which he's going to reconnect himself to us which that's pretty cool yeah yeah uh, and so that's how if you can read that through the lens where you do see jesus in all of it yeah uh but without a trained eye, like you just read it and go, well, there's no Jesus in this. Like, yeah, you just got to look out for it and kind of see the bigger picture. So here we go. At the very beginning of time, there was the garden. It was perfect. It was heavenly. It was everything that was supposed to be until we screwed it up until Satan and man screwed it up. We sinned against God. God's like, dang it. (laughs) All right. Here's some consequences. Here's this. Our, our relationship won't be as perfect as it should be. Um, and then over time, we keep growing closer to God and further away from God. Mm-hmm. We kept trusting him, and then we don't trust him. We go our own way, and then we do his way. And Two steps forward, one step right, back. One step forward, four it, steps it back. Is, it, is this, uh, it, it is this push and pull. To, it's just going back and forth. Um, and I can see the frustration that God has in us. I'm just like, come on, y'all. Like, I'm trying. Then we go to Revelation. We're talking about the very last book of the Bible. Do you have your, I, mean, I guess I have, I have a Bible. Yes. Do you have the Revelation 22, one through two? I can read it. Please do. So you have Revelation here. Now, that's a whole nother lesson, y'all, about what is Revelation and how to read it and who wrote and all that stuff. Uh, we're not we're not quite going there into the intro of the book of Revelation. But just know that it's at the end. And then Revelation 22. I'm hoping I'm giving you the, the right verses. It looks good. Okay, okay. 22, <laughs> one through two. Yeah. Uh, Then he showed me the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down in the middle of of the city's main street. The tree of life was on each side of the river, bearing 12 kinds of fruit, producing its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. You may keep going. Sure. It kind of finishes the sentence. Sure. And And there will no longer be any curse. 
the throne of God and of the lamb will be in the city and his servants will worship him. Okay. So what we kind of have is this idea of this, um, new heaven and new earth. We have a garden there in Genesis, but there's also this garden restoration restore of this world in a revelation. Maybe I got this confused. Genesis and revelation. <laughs> there's two perfect gardens, two perfect places where God is at the center of it. And it's what he intended. Now, folks, we're in the middle of this junk. Yeah. Like, and that's what we try to tell our students. Um, and, and, you know, just reminded for us that like, we're in the middle of this. Hmm. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, do we sit in our hands and go, man, I wish that new heaven and earth came here. Yeah. Uh, or I wish it was like it was in the good old days. I, I guess Genesis <laughs> one and two were the good old days. Uh, <laughs> way, long time ago. <laughs> way long time ago. Um, but that we have this purpose, right? That what, what now? Yeah. Um, have you reviewed it like that and kind of see it like that? Is that kind of helpful for you? Yeah. I mean, it, it's so we start in a garden, perfect harmony with God, living with God, uh-huh. uh, being fully seen and known by God and us seeing and knowing him. And then the story ends there. It's the, there's a literary device called inclusio. Yeah. Look at that. Which, uh, you know, it's not just in the Bible. He, uh, the Hebrew writers really did latch onto this um, idea, um, but it helps because there's always chaos and confusion in the middle. Yeah. Right. So, but if we have this story and we know how it started, whatever happens in between, we know how it ends. So uh-huh. that should inform how we live our lives day to day. Yeah. Right. We don't live as people who don't have hope. We don't live as people who um, don't know where this plane lands. Yeah. Right. We know exactly. And 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 that frees us in one sense to or it, live or it should it, to live free from fear, mm-hmm. uh, fear of rejection, uh, all the things yeah. that can tear us down in this life. But it also binds us to this this way of life. Right. Mm-hmm. If if we want to live into and experience that garden at the end of all things, right? It means that the way that I treat you is now governed by this whole different way of life than what is natural to me as a man. Yes. So it, it frees you. It frees you to live as a slave of Christ, as a servant of Christ. Yeah, Jesus. and that, and that's, that could I, be. I know that's a hard. Saying? Yeah, yeah right? you know that's a. Um, oh, I don't know what those are called. Uh, uh, a paradox? No. Uh, yeah, maybe. Kinda. Uh, uh, what's it called? Like little oxymoron? big. Yeah, oxymoron. Yeah. Right. Where it's like little big. You're it's free like, to live as a slave. Like, right, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it, that's the, probably the most profound thing that me or you will say probably today. Uh, yeah, that that we are free, and that's hard for us to get our minds around it. And and it's the same that God was trying to tell them, like, hey, here's these rules and right. here's these things, but like. He literally was like, I just freed you from slavery. Yeah. But now here's these new rules for you to live. And they're like, I don't want to go back in that slate. Like all this stuff is like, no, it's trying to get you closer to me and me closer to you. And, and because you are not the brightest, <laughs> here's what I got to do. You need some guardrails, right? You need some, <laughs> you need some rails, right? And so he, I need some guardrails. Right. <laughs> and so th- yeah, that's huge to be like, man, you are free to live as a slave for him. And, and, and we think free means. I do whatever I want. Uh, but true freedom is knowing what lane you're in mm. 
and knowing where to go. Yeah. Um, you know, I found that with my kids, you know, they like kind of have direction dogs. They like to have a direction, like yeah. a task, do this. And they're like, Oh yeah, well then I'll do this all day long. Um, for you, do you have that? Do you have, have you surrendered all to him? Uh, uh, to say, yeah, everything is yours, but now I'm going to live how you want me to live and kind of live in that. Yeah. There's this idea of indifference and generally <laughs> that word, uh, kind of gets a bad rap in We're our, saying, in ah, our cause it's, it's kind of, it kind of has the feel of, I don't care. Yes. Um, but spiritual indifference is a very different kind of thing. It says that of course I have preferences and an opinion and a will of my own, but I'm going to set those things aside and say that God, you are my God and I'm going to trust you to guide the steps of my life. That's spiritual indifference. Yeah. And you can really only live into that kind of thing if you know how the story ends. Yeah. The, <laughs> like you, if you knew how this day would end, you might play things out a little bit differently. Right. If you knew it was going to be a car wreck, if you knew that you are going to win the lottery. I mean, it was, it could be the, the highs and the highs and the lows and the lows. But if you knew that, it might change the way that you live, like just the way your, your actions, your communications. If you knew that, um, I don't know, I, I was going to bring this in a very dark moment, but okay. if, but like if, if you knew, if you're talking to somebody and you knew like, Hey, this may be the last time I will ever see them. Yeah. Maybe they move, maybe they pass away, maybe whatever. It's like, Oh, I might have a different it's conversation. Have a different conversation. Yeah. Cause it's like, Ooh, I, cause I, I don't know. I'm gonna see you again. Yeah. Um, do you, do you think that with Jesus? Mm. Do you think that with God and be like, no, I know how this ends. Mm -hmm. So that should free me to not worry about this world. That should free me to, to live just for you. That should give me a new purpose and a new drive. Um, what's hard is, is that we're not told when, mm -hmm. uh, and it's exactly opposite of what our cultural, our culture says. Yeah. And so it's hard because we're going to push back for it. Yeah. And this is, this is a spiritual muscle that we have not flexed very well. Yeah. At least I, I'm not going to yeah. speak for anybody else. Me. Yeah. So I want answers. I want concrete. I want to yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and like we've talked about so many times, a, a very healthy part of spiritual development is embracing the mystery of God. Yeah. And you want to talk about mystery how all this wraps up oh, and when it's going to happen. We don't know. It's extremely mysterious and you should be skeptical of anybody who says they've got that figured oh, out true. down to a T when they tell you what day, what yes. time this, yeah, this is all mystery. And that's, that is both challenging to us, but an opportunity to build our faith. And that's exciting. Right. Too. Um, we like to think back, right? So we've talked before about, journaling and notes and looking back and remembering what he has done. And we're, I mean, the, it's a very old book we got. We like to look there's back lots at of a, looking back. There's a lots of looking back in there. Um, but how often do we look forward? Mm -hmm. We are all about what did God do? How did God do it? And that's very good to remember that stuff in your life. And then even for the big picture of just man and humanity. Yeah. But do we think about the future? Like, mm -hmm. yes, the past should also, um, uh, dictate how we live, but the future should too. Right. And so let's think about the future. Let's think about, man, we are going to have a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah. <clears throat> Just like it was. Sorry. <laughs> Just like it was. So now what? Right. 
how does that inform your day to day, how you live in and know these things? And, and so, um, you know, we talk a lot about knowing your purpose, your purpose is to love your purpose is to get closer to God. Um, I think that when I try to tell our students is I think part of our purpose is there's an old heaven, uh, old earth, there's an old garden, there's the new garden, there's gonna be the new heaven and a new earth. But I think right now in our air, like in our environment around us, whatever your scope may be of influence, your classroom, your family, if it's a little bit bigger, if you work for a company, you own a company, you have a bigger influence than some is to make that place as much as heaven as possible mm-hmm. as you can make it. You're not God, but try to bring this heaven into where you are. Yeah. Instead of, I hope someone else does this, that should be a focus. And that starts with love and that starts with respect. It starts with the fruits of the spirit. Right. Um, and so how are you doing that? Yeah. There's a, uh there's the idea that at the resurrection of Christ and the institution of the church, the restoration of all things was kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was inaugurated yeah. as some might say. And that our inclusion into the body of Christ is an invitation to participate in the restor- restorative work Ooh, yeah. of God on earth. Now, now scripture's pretty clear about this and you, <laughs> and you just said it. It's a, it's a shadow it's it's like looking in a dirty mirror. It's not heaven. No. It's not new creation. No. But it's a taste of it. Yeah. Um, and so where you go, do things get a little better? Right. Things yeah. get a little more peaceful. People have a little more joy. Or yeah. is where you go, things get a little more tense, a little more anxious. Chaotic, yeah. A little more chaotic. It's like, no, you're you are a light bearer now. Yeah. You are you have uh, the aroma, the, the, like uh, the aroma of Christ, yeah, the yeah. fruit of the spirit, like, yeah. and, and what all those ideas are pointing to is the inbreaking of the kingdom of God here on earth mm-hmm. that will ultimately be fulfilled at the end of all things yes. with the total restoration. Yes. But we get these little tastes and you, you listener and you and yeah, me yeah, yeah. are invited to participate, to participate in that, in that work. Absolutely. And that's the coolest thing there is. Right. And so, <laughs> right. So we're living between these two cards and it's not just, Oh, cool. I can't wait when I, man, I wish it was. And I can't wait to it. Like he's like, Hey, let's go now. Yeah. Right. Um, even in the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. right. Your, your work here on earth as it is in heaven, like, yeah. Hey, let's, let's, let's bring heaven down here a little bit. That's right. Um, and I think that's also where we get a bad rap as a Christians from non-Christians of like, Hey, you said that you're trying to make this perfect and you're good and you worship a great God, but what y'all are doing isn't great. And so we've also put some light out there that is not great, mm-hmm. but again, it's, you're never going to find a perfect church. You're never going to find a perfect preacher, pastor, minister, shepherd, elder, whatever. You're never going to find that a perfect small group, no Cinderella churches, no perfect fit that just for you. And Cause so, they all have people in them and we're all <laughs> and people are messed up. Uh, but just know that like, Hey, try. And then if you're like, man, that church is kind of a big deal. How do I help or fix or do that at church? What about your family at your house in your job with your friends? Can you try to bring heaven there as much as you can? Or your neighborhood or your workplace, your neighborhood, yeah, your baseball team, whatever. Like, yes, even for students, isn't just, I mean, even for school, your band, whatever. Like, I mean, I tell our teens all the time. I mean, I work with you every day. <laughs> There's about eight of us in this office. I don't even know how many, maybe eight, maybe seven. Sounds good. I don't even know. Uh, I see the same people 
er day. Um, but um, our students have a bigger scope. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, encourage your kids. Are you making heaven on earth where you're at? Encourage them. Give them props when they need it. That's right. Well, hey, this was just quick. I thought it was good. I mean, it's also, we're also at 30 minutes. It wasn't but that quick. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that quick. But hey, just saying, hey, new garden, old garden, what are you doing today to make heaven and earth? Um, there. Awesome. Cool. Uh, surrender to be, would you say, free to be a slave? Yeah. Free to, you're free to be a slave. Just you rewind was, 15 minutes. Right, sorry. <laughs> that was really good. I like what you said there. I wish I remembered. <laughs> we'll go back because that probably should be the title of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Like, review, subscribe. Get us North Dakota, y'all. We got one more month to get us North Dakota. I want it. I want it. Who needs it? Right now. All right. See you guys. Have a good week, and we will catch y'all next time. Bye, friends. Peace. <laughs>